Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. With a flood of information being thrown at us every day, often smaller news stories get left in the dust. Right. News that in a normal year would be a news story for days is forgotten in less than an hour. That's why we wanted to bring you Well, That Happened, a podcast that looks back on news from the past couple weeks. Things that you may have forgotten. Things that you may have wanted to forget. But mostly, things that made us say, well, that happened. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Wait, that happened? Question mark. <laughs> Formerly known as Well, that happened? Question mark. <laughs> or period. I think it was just period. We can is a question mark. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we just want to let everyone know that we are changing our name because we are extremely smart and did not <laughs> Google names of podcasts before we named ours, and we don't want to infringe on anyone. So, out of respect for another established <laughs> podcast, we are now going to be known as Wait. That happened? Question mark. And by we, she means me. Yeah, <laughs> both of us. I looked it up on one place, but not look across, you know, Google. And so, yeah, my bad. Totally fine. Who knew that Google was a thing? Who knew? Yeah. Look, it's... people have made bigger mistakes. <laughs> Probably, but maybe not. <laughs> um, anyways, well, thanks for joining us this week. This is Lee. And this is Terrence. Um, and we're here for another episode brought to you um, by by no one because yeah. we're not sponsored yet. If you're interested, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Until that day, we're going to be here for ourselves. And or for if you, you. want to just send us, send us stuff anyway, not even a sponsor, we'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> today, um, we really wanted to talk a lot about what happened at the time of, at the time of recording this. It is the day following our interesting and scary day at the U.S. Capitol, and it's definitely a good way to start uh, asking, wait, that happened? So I I first wanted to start and just ask you, Lee, um, how did you feel watching all of that going down? I think when it first started happening, it was more just like, oh my gosh, like, of course this would happen, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. Like, this is just something that is not surprising to me. Um, And then once everything started escalating, I started realizing the actual weight of these occurrences and how serious and ridiculous it was. And just watching all these events unfold live, because everyone was watching it live. Because, I mean, it was... All around the world. All, yeah, absolutely. And it was just, you know, hearing all these reactions of, you know, different representatives and senators and, you know, news anchors and just hearing everyone's opinions alive. And it just, it, it was, it was mind-blowing, but 
not mind-blowing exactly (laughs) like I, i think a lot of people i saw a lot of tweets that were like i can't believe this is happening in america and everyone was like can you? Can you not? <laughs> well, Can you not? That's kind of, that's more where I was is, and I just said this earlier to someone, I was more frustrated. I mean, I, the actions in the event was disgusting. Absolutely. Uh, to say the least. Um, that's being nice. But yeah. I was more shocked and appalled by the reaction of people saying, this is not who we are. And who would have seen this coming? And it was like, a lot of us saw this coming, and we've been saying this for now five years that this mm-hmm. was coming. Yep. And that was more frustrating to know that certain people, certain groups of people, were so disregarded for so long. Mm-hmm. And it's like eh, you're just being hy- hyperbolic, or right. don't be a conspiracy theorist, or don't be so you know that's not going to happen. That's not who we are. And then you can't. At the end of every bad event or every event that's like motivated by hatred or bias or bigotry or whatever, mm-hmm. you can't then always say that's not who we are. Yeah. Because if you do if you do things along that spectrum a lot, that is who you are. Exactly. Um, yesterday for me, we definitely moved from walking like a duck and talking like a duck to becoming a duck. And people who still profess otherwise, it's that's the scary part because yesterday was too easy. And they had shirts, Lee. Yeah. For weeks, they were posting on like Instagram and parlor. um, (laughs) Whatever parlor is. Yeah, whatever that is. Uh, They were posting like pictures and, oh, they're not ready for January 6th. Like, we knew, people knew it was coming. Yeah. And watching the videos, two things stood out to me. Um, One, they let them walk in. They waved them in. Um, I went to Costco to get some water the other day and faced more barriers. Mm -hmm. Um, They were like, oh, where's your card? Oh, you have to get it out of your wallet? I'm going to stand in your way till you get it out of your wallet. Mm -hmm. What are you coming here for? Yeah. yeah, it was a lot easier for them to just go and... It, it Exactly. It made no sense to me because, I mean, now after this year, I've seen more police tactics on, you know, the news than I probably ever want to for the rest of my life. And just what they were doing yesterday and the tactics they were using was so much different yeah. than other things that I've seen. Like, where were those little giant-ass shields? Sorry, I just cursed. Where were those shields that everybody was using? You know what I mean? Like the, the riot gear. Gosh, and the, like why? Why ugh, the I, SRT trucks yes. that were hitting people? I don't know if you saw ugh. this picture, but did you see that picture of the the response when there was the Black Lives Matter protest, like eight blocks away, and they had every step to the Capitol building full of these people in riot gear with. Looked like they were going to storm Normandy. Yeah. And yesterday, they had Paul Blart, mall cop, like, letting them in the front door and saying, hey. And what was scariest to me uh, besides that, and the the disparate treatment, I could talk for hours about that. Because as a black man who has had a gun pointed at me, actually six guns pointed at me by 
state troopers for driving. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing people just run up in the Capitol building and breaking things and stealing things and hurting people, and they get handheld and walked out. Um, that's it's not even frustrating. It's it, right. it it hurts to be completely honest. Absolutely. But the fact that they one of the offices I saw this that was ransacked was the Senate Parliamentarian. Do you know what a parliamentarian is for the Senate? Mm-mm. Good. You I shouldn't. mean, yeah, other people know, but, but why don't you enlighten them? Well, and that, that's the point. No, most people, especially anyone who isn't involved in that in that system, you don't know what the parliamentarian does. The parliamentarian for a body like that, they keep the, they know the rules. The parliamentarian is the person who knows this is the procedure, this is what's supposed to happen in this event, this is what, this is how we conduct business. This is what's legal, this is what's not, this is how things work. Mm -hmm. And the problem, the problem is the, the, what was happening yesterday was the certification of Joe Biden Kamala Harris and their win. And the objections that some people have had, they wanted to basically obfuscate the process and say, no, we can change the outcome right now because we can just take a vote on it and we're good and we can do what we want. And the law clearly prohibits that. Senate Senate and House rules and procedures clearly prohibit that. But do you know who would be able to say when actions are happening, if they're in order and out of order? The Senate parliamentarian. And so the fact that they knew to go there is scary to me because it's clear that it's an orchestrated effort of some people who are involved on the inside mm-hmm. to say, hey, we want to cause disorder, so go take out the office of the person who maintains order and tells us what we're supposed to do. Because let's say they cleared out everything from the parliamentarian's office and they then go back to the pre- rules and procedures and they go to go vote on the certification. It's like someone could object to something being out of order and then someone can say, no, it's completely in order. And then say, no, let's check with their pilot. Wait, <laughs> they're not here or they don't have their rules and procedures books. So I guess mm-hmm. we should just make it up as we go along because that's the, that's the harebrained scheme that they had, I guess, is mm-hmm. like other people don't know what the rules are. <laughs> um, I, a person we know in common knows the parliamentary, like the rules of the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are other people who could have easily stepped in and been like, hey, so I know we don't have a book right now, but the book says we do this and this. Right. So it's scary for the fact that they knew where to go and when to go, and they like knew the directions to the office, which is really terrifying. Yeah. Um, but it's also scary that the planning, while so intricate and in allowing these people in, was also so half-brained that they thought, you know, let's make this person scared and then they're going to change the rules. Change. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, talk about a plan backfiring. Like, 
I have never seen someone fail so hard at attempting to do something. It was, I'm, there were so many Republicans who had, who were opposing Joe Biden's certification. I mean, they had been very vocal about it, who almost all of them, not all of them, but almost all of them came out last night and was like, look, I know that this is what I've said in the past, but yeah. after today, it's ridiculous. I'm not, like, I'm not opposing it. Yeah. Like, I've just, I've never seen a plan backfire so hard. Feel so hard. Like, congrats, you played yourself. It's, ugh. And I think there's also a lot of people who I've seen argue about, you know, violence and protests that we've seen this year. Yeah. And <laughs> violence, quote. Cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and here's here's the thing. Has there been violence in protests this year? Yes. Of course yeah. there has been on on many subjects. But are we thinking that losing an election is at the same importance and carries the same brevity as black people being murdered innocently? Well, innocent black people being murdered, not murdered innocently. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, we know like we need to like take a solid look at like <laughs> what what are we arguing here? Like what side of the road are we trying to pick right now? Like I, I don't see how people don't see how yesterday was so just selfish and absolutely insane and completely out of line and pointless. Oh, yeah. The the false equivalence police are definitely out in full force right now. Oh, God. Um, they're like, oh, no, well, you all weren't so upset when... Yes, it, it's completely different to argue, not even argue, to peacefully protest mm -hmm. the murders of innocent black people and to terrorize a nation because you wanted to throw a temper tantrum over um, someone losing something yeah uh, that is not life or death and, so, and something that's not relatively close right um seven and a half million people is a lot of people that's like that's yeah. like if all of chicago yeah <laughs> absolutely it's it's interesting and also disheartening to see that people are already making that false equivalence and providing excuses. And I personally have seen people hassled and arrested for walking on the sidewalk mm -hmm. uh, after, what was it, 8 p.m. or something dumb like that. Mm -hmm. And you have these people, <laughs> and it's not funny but just thinking it, like saying it out loud, it's like you have these people. I keep seeing a couple images that everyone probably recognizes. There's the guy with the random things on his head standing at the speaker's like desk. And I still don't understand why I had on like a fur sweater vest that was ripped in the middle. I don't know. Aww. But then you have the guy who went in Nancy Pelosi's office sitting at her desk they ripped her signs and everything down and he steals her mail from her desk and then goes outside with the police walking with him side by side and poses for pictures with her mail in his hand and it's like huh, cool steve like yeah you got them isn't that a federal offense to steal someone's mail yeah 
That's what I thought. And he's just, you know, taking pictures, selfies with the police. Oh, my gosh. Um, and you, you see these images, and then I think of the old man in, was it Maine? Somewhere in the Northeast, the old man who was just walking. Oh, my gosh. As part of a demonstration, and he gets knocked on his head, and he's bleeding out. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to help him. And then you see the people yesterday, and you've had some people waving AK-47s at government officials, uh, Capitol Police, Secret Service, and they're getting their hand held while they walk down the steps and leave. And it's like, this is... For people who didn't believe that we definitely live in two Americas, I think yesterday uh, was proof positive mm-hmm. of the the difference. And, and it's not even... And, and this might sound bad. It's not... I mean, it's still primarily non-white people who have mm-hmm. to face this other America. Right. But it's becoming increasingly more common for non-white allies of people who are not white mm-hmm. um, also are starting to be victims of this separate America. And the older man that had his head bleeding out was an older white man. Mm-hmm. Um, probably somebody's granddad, great-granddad, who mm-hmm. there's some people have had signs up saying, you know, I times have changed. I've even had my mind changed. And they're now on the right side. Mm-hmm. And now they're just being ostracized as well. Uh, it's just, it's ridiculous. And I don't know what the answer is because there's still people who willfully ignore mm-hmm. the issues. And mm-hmm. you mentioned the people who did change their mind and how they failed so hard yesterday. Yeah. They definitely failed. Yeah. Um, but there were still like 87 House members who were like, eh, all that stuff earlier. It was kind of scary, but yeah. still an election, blah, 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 voter security. Like, right. They preached the same things that started it. Mm-hmm. And they also were like, well, they they had a right to be here. No, they didn't. And the fact that... They had a right, a right to be outside yeah. and stand on the street and say what they want to say with their yeah. signs. That's, that's chill. Yeah. I mean, do I agree with anything that they're saying? No, but that you can do that. And technically, legally, um, at least where they were in D.C., they couldn't have had those guns out like that either, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, technically, in a lot of places, you can't <laughs> open carry, so, like, yeah. <laughs> get out here. <laughs> but, no, you're right. It's I don't know where we'll – I don't know where we're going. That's a – okay, this is a really good point to bring up because, obviously, we can't sit here and solve – the world's problems and America's problems on <laughs> racism. But what we can discuss and what we can't hypothesize is where we're going. And so I want to bring up what, from seeing how many people went against Trump last night and how many people are now resigning and how many people are um, calling on invoking the 25th Amendment, Ooh. you know, to get him removed from office for these last two weeks, what is what are your thoughts on that and what do you think that the tactics here are because i have some opinions on what i think everyone's doing like you know these are people who supported trump for the past four years and now all of a sudden they're like 
we're good. And so I want to know what your thoughts are on that. Okay, first off, my thoughts on all of that. The people resigning, give me a break. The the cap the people steering the Titanic if they decided after they hit the iceberg, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna steer this thing anymore. Mm. No, that doesn't count. You mm-hmm. should have you should have been steering a little better way downstream. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really I don't give them any credit whatsoever. I actually think that's even more cowardly because at least while you're there, try to do something good in your last 14 days. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as what people what can happen, my personal opinion, um, and this is not the opinion of anyone or any employer or anything, but yeah. I personally, with every, really just in general, think if there ever were a situation that the 25th Amendment was designed for, it's this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a person who has been deemed too dangerous for Twitter and Facebook, but they literally, within six feet of their person at all times, has access to nuclear codes to start wars. That person, who is too dangerous for Twitter, should also be considered too dangerous for nuclear warheads. Absolutely. Um, and that's not a light thing. That's not funny. It's just a way to prevent unnecessary death. Um, because if we do something stupid and launch something, then there's going to be retribution and retaliation, which is going to then escalate things. We have a great, we have allyships where other countries then have to get involved and fight on our behalf, and nobody mm-hmm. needs that. Yep. Let's let Mike Pence run the show for 13 days. At least he has an active Twitter account. It's not blocked. Um, probably partly because he's one of the most boring people ever, and that's coming from me. And I'm a very boring person. But it's. I'd rather. I'd rather have a boring 13 days than worrying about if we're going to battle with Iran next in the next hour. Correct. Yes. Um, so, as far as what I think should happen, that's what I think should happen. Do I think that will happen? No, because there is still so many things that people need to do in order to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Either the cabinet can do it or a large portion of Congress can do it. And Congress already said at 3.30 this morning when they finally got to vote that they were not coming back until the 19th for the Senate and the 20th or the 21st for the House. And so it'd be hard for them to do it unless they specially came back. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have the other option where the cabinet would do it. And... It was reported last night that they were discussing it, but if people are just quitting, then they won't be there to then discuss it. So that's why I think people resigning is kind of a worse way out because now at least you, if you're in the room, you can at least say, shut up, dude, like yeah. relax, yeah. or we're gonna take your toys away. And no, no French fries with your breakfast. Um, <laughs> but it's just, yeah, that's that's where we are. Hopefully, um, enough people saw enough yesterday that they're going to voice their own hopes when they mm-hmm. vote again, or in correspondence to their elected officials and say, you know, we need to do better. This is this is who we are, but we need yeah. to change instead of the whole "that's not who we are" because it's easy to cast people aside and say, oh, those are outliers and those are just 
a certain group of people. Well, 73 million people voted for that. I, yep. I, I can't say that enough. Uh, yeah. 73 million. Yeah. Um, and so not to say all of those whole 73 million are okay with what happened yesterday. Right. But, but you know, some of them are, and yeah. that's too many. So hopefully we'd shift some direction and we begin more of a focus on how we can be better for each other. For sure. Um, but right now I'm a little worried that that's still far off. What about you? What do you think should happen? And what do you think, where do you think we're going? Well, what should happen? I don't, here's the thing. I don't want to give my opinion on because I'll be very honest. There's a million things that I think should happen, but I also am not a senator. I'm not a member of anyone's cabinet. I'm not Oh, you're not a senator? You can I leave know. now. I, I know. I'm sorry. I've <laughs> completely fooled everyone. Um, what I think is starting to happen, though, and what I've noticed is for these past four years, a lot of people who were with Trump had to be with him in order to get things done because he was a loose cannon. Yeah. I think now that they're realizing, oh, he's not going to be the president anymore, I'm losing all ties with that because... I do think that the Republican Party is falling apart like crazy. And people who traditionally in the past were like traditional Republicans, like just thought about the economy and finances and government control and how much they should have in your everyday life. Like those are like what I call traditional Republicans Mm -hmm. are now having to be associated with people like yesterday who are pro-Trump, who literally went insane and attacked the Capitol. So I think that what people are starting to realize is that they're never going to win anything ever again in their favor if they don't start distancing themselves from Trump. And I think that now their tactic personally is I think that they're now trying to win back these centrists who have now they've kind of lost and who everyone is like, oh, I'm just a libertarian now. You know what I mean? And I think that they're trying to win the like that side back and distance themselves from the very, very far right wild children. Yeah. Two questions. Yeah. One, did you watch last night and watch Mitt Romney stare a hole in the back of... <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes. So that's what you just made me think of is Mitt Romney is also boring like me and Mike Pence, mm-hmm. where it's like, if you make Mitt mad, Yo, he did something. And he, he went off. He had a death stare um, as Holly, mm-hmm. the guy from Missouri who took pictures and marched in with the people yesterday Mm, Um, as he talked he stared a hole through his soul and it was great to watch yeah but on top of that from what you were saying do you think because a lot of people have complained over the years about america's two-party system Mm -hmm. do you feel like we're still a two-party system or do you think we're a three-party system right now because i personally feel like right now we have democrats Republicans and Trumplicans, or whatever you want to call them, because I think that there are so many who have were in firmly in that Republican camp who yeah. now shifted some of their beliefs somehow to yeah. align with this person, and they don't, at least from the friends 
I have who are Republican, they don't identify with 90% of the stuff that they're mm-hmm. doing or saying. And so I yeah. feel like we, but they're loud enough that they are a faction. Yeah. And it's something to be reckoned with because mm-hmm. we have, multi- there are a bunch of parties. Um, there are so many parties. We're, right. We just have always had two major ones. I mean, when I was in AP government, we had to pick a political party mm-hmm. from the official parties list to be for the year. Um, just as an exercise of how many different parties there were. Yeah. I happened, I ended up being the birthday party, which was stupid, but whatever. We didn't get to pick. We just had like a list and right. just randomized. Yeah. But there are so many, but right now I feel like there are three major parties instead of two. Yes. But I understand where you're coming from. I think there's five. Well, yeah, they're, they're about five with the but far I mean, left, far right. Yes. Yeah. That's what I think. I think there's the far, far right, who we could just call whatever, Palpatine, okay? And then we have, <laughs> okay, and then we have Republicans. And then we have people who are like, I don't want to say centrist because I don't want to give them that much. I want to say this is people who a lot of things that are happening don't affect. Yeah. The unaffected. Oh, that's a good one. The unaffected. Okay. Then there's Democrats. And then there's super elitist. <laughs> I hate everyone who doesn't agree with me. And I'm smarter left, than everyone. And I'm smarter than yeah. everyone. And if you didn't go to school and make a 4.0, you were an idiot. That's the far left. <laughs> so elitist. So yeah. elitist, Democrats, the unaffected, Republicans, Palpatine. <laughs> Those are the five parties that I think we have right now. And it's crazy to see how everyone's spreading out. And I, do I like a two-party system? Absolutely not. I hate the two-party system. I think it's idiotic. I think that the way that we choose and the way that we nominate candidates is so stupid. And it has everything to do with a marketing plan and not anything to do with what people stand on. And it's all about tweets and who can say the most you know say the most without saying anything at all yeah like just so many people now are tweeting out like abolish student loans and everyone's like yes oh my god you're so smart it's like okay well can you tell me how can you try to like maybe propose a plan instead of just tweeting that out like you know like everyone deserves two thousand dollars yeah i know but like what are you doing about it you're just tweeting you're just on your computer tweeting I'm I'm over it. I hate the two-party system, and I truly believe that if there wasn't one, this would not be a thing that we're having to deal with right now. I hate parties in general. But we do have to have labels because it makes yeah. it easier to pick a candidate. So it's it's a there's two sides to every uh to, you know, every wrong has a right, every right has a wrong. Does it though? <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> what a philosophical question. <laughs> that's that's where we're going today is yeah. philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you see this news, no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I Again, I could get into the, the perils of our party system, also how we vote, how politicization works. Um, mm-hmm. I am a big fan of, for example, public publicly financed campaigning. Mm-hmm. Um do you know what that means? Yes, um, I do. So publicly, like public campaigns, I think are great. It gets a lot more people into the political sphere, mm-hmm. um, but it also prevents crazy amounts of money where just whoever can 
have the most marketing people give them that sponsored tweet and have Mm -hmm. them post, I don't know, they can market test every single thing they say. Um, But having real people running for real offices is important, but also it is a good, a, a good change and some states have gone this way. Um, it doesn't really work for the presidential sector yet, but ranked choice voting <laughs> is a good way to ass- aid in this party system because you can vote based on preference. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I like this person a lot. I like this person next uh, the next lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was articulate. Yeah, and then I like great. this person, the third lot. Right. <laughs> and then this person is last. And right. so right now we just give, we give rise and power to so many of these extreme factions because it's like you're either one side or the other. And then so while a lot of people might get thrown into that one side on the left side of it, it's like, oh, you all are just a bunch of free-loving hippies that want to take everything and don't mm-hmm. want to do any work and you want everything given and blah, 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 all that nonsense. But right. everyone on one side gets grouped into one thing and everyone on the other gets grouped into one thing. And so people then run based on whatever they think is the big thing that works for that crowd. Mm-hmm. And there's less substance about what people's views are and what they're going to do because there's so much focus on just appealing to a base and not actually doing much that helps more. And so I agree we do have our five our five parties right now, probably more, um, but our five basic food groups. Um, but hopefully... Again, just going optimism here. Hopefully some of the stuff yesterday can curtail that a little bit where people start to realize we need to do more about um, actually listening and actually doing work and not empowering and enabling a bizarro world. (laughs) Um, And I think there's some people, like you said earlier, who already are starting to see that, but there's a lot of work to do on getting others to come around. And Mm -hmm. we need to take some of the fire out of some of this rancor on social media because it's really helping to move a lot of that around because it's so accessible and everybody can find their online group that feels the same way and they mm-hmm. then create this false world where everything that they are doing and saying is the right thing because they're not hearing other vi- other sides of it or opposing views and so uh, that is what was most apparent to me is some of those people and this is not excusing them at all but some of those people don't really know any better because they think mm-hmm. they've been told by the people they trust mm-hmm. and believe in their family and their friends and all the people they enact, interact with mm-hmm. that all of these egregious things have happened. This whole world has been stolen from them. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many people out to get them. There were magic numbers of people who died and voted. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they wholeheartedly believe these things and there hasn't there isn't a way yet to infiltrate those bubbles of untruth and so that's the thing that we need to try to conquer is getting into um how to dissolve some of that yeah. um, misinformation and I, I i have my own personal thoughts mm-hmm. um which my thoughts would throw me onto the side of uh that far left uh government doing more like i think that the fcc needs to have more regulation of speech mm-hmm. um just things that are demonstrably false shouldn't be able to be spread as true yeah um i don't believe that there should ever be limitations on free speech and what people can and can't say Mm -hmm. but if it gets to a point to where you're propagating something that's demonstrably false that shouldn't be allowed because that's how we got to where we are definitely um i feel that i i agree to the extent of that i think that an individual should be able to say whatever they want if they want to look like an idiot that's chill yep but organizations who put out pieces should not should be Heck, more regulated. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel you that. You start fining some of these places millions of dollars for putting out false information, they stop. Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely, they do. You hit in the wallet and people listen. And, I mean, that was a big um, point that was being made last night. If you listen to a lot of the Senate speeches, they, every single person who had, you know, formerly maybe opposed and was now not opposing... All of them kept saying, if we want to do right by American people and if we want to honor this system, we can just tell them the truth. Like we, like Mitt Romney drove that, you know, fact home. Even like Lindsey Graham went up there and was just freaking unleashing and was just saying like. Can't count him though. Which we aren't going, but do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's just like, again, it's my freaking thing. Even Darth Vader hated Palpatine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he was up there like talking about, I can't believe that were questioning and saying that 8,000 prisoners who can't vote voted and were claiming that. And then we asked you to show us 10 examples and you can't show one. Yeah. And it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's different things like that. That is, I think that is definitely the direction that we're moving in, in trying to get rid of misinformation. And it's not just coming from one side now, yeah. which I think is good it's scary that it doesn't all come to that point but i am hoping <laughs> i am trying to be hopeful for moving forward that we at least are all gonna agree maybe let's not just lie <laughs> maybe let's not just lie yeah. you know and if someone does let's let's call it out let's exactly. not absolutely let's not do consequences ten, for your actions 10 opinion pieces on how someone may have falsely stated a statement of fact but say <laughs> this person lied the period <laughs> like here's the receipts Get, goodbye period yeah um so with that <laughs> anyway um our more our more fun yes. part of our let's conversations get, please let's get to the more fun stuff yes good um, lord so it is time for wait what which is when we have a good little funny story or two or three or six about something that's happened and it's like something that makes you say wait what Yep. Wait, what? I can start if you would like, Lee. All right, let's go. Um, so my first piece, I have two. Okay. Um, in New York, there is a mysterious in New York City squirrel group that is attacked. 
is on the rise attacking people in Queens. And so <laughs> multiple attacks have been reported in a park in, oh, man. in Queens where there have been 20 unprovoked squirrel attacks. <laughs> and so um, oh my God. the attacks have ranged from jumping onto them and scratching and biting to chasing them and leaving them bloodied. <laughs> and so there is a, an investigation underway in Queens of <laughs> squirrel attacks. Well, <laughs> I have a couple things to say about that. One, oh my gosh, okay. Two, do we not think that this is a undercover marketing scheme? by Marvel to let us know that the next <laughs> series is going to be about Squirrel Girl finally, and she'll finally get the attention she deserves. I'm just saying. You uncovered it. It's. I think <laughs> Squirrel Girl defeated Thanos. She's the only other Marvel character that defeated him in the comics, and I think this is a great way for her to get some attention, <laughs> stir up some uh, excitement, because <laughs> that's one of her powers. She can control squirrels. Well, I mean, I think you're right. I th- you solved it. You, okay. Y'all heard it here first. Squirrel Girl is returning. <laughs> Queen's police. Hit we up Lee. She has, she has all the <laughs> and answers. And all the answers. I can contact her. It's cool. Um, wow. What a story. Yeah. I have one Dang. better one, but that's a good one, too. That's a good one. <laughs> um, mine for the week is much more popular and much less, uh, you know. Squirrely. Definitely not less. Oh, wow. <laughs> A. Yeah, that joke was nuts. A. Get out of here. <laughs> Dang it. You go, squirrel. Um, oh, Lord. Okay, all right. Three is enough. Um, so my wait what is the incredible unfolding of the relationship between Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. You all. <laughs> First off, this is the most random couple I've ever seen in my life. I, I get it. I understand. Harry Styles, absolute king. Olivia Wilde, maybe one of the top ten most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. I top love ten. it. <laughs> yeah, right? Top ten? Oh, yeah. Top five. Oh, okay. Top gotcha. three. You were, okay, good. Yeah. I was like, um, no, no. Um, I, it is, it still <laughs> blows me away, and sometimes I still, like, like, flinch a little bit when I see photos because it really is so mind-blowing and I don't it just is so weird um but I think that we as a collective society are all shocked and excited and happy yet confused um and we're just all processing this a lot has been happening this week so yeah that's my wait what moment another (laughs) a second maybe is definitely Kim and Kanye getting a divorce it's not not for sure. There. It's happening. I mean, ever since he put that schmagerschmat on, it is it was about to happen. Well, yeah. Is yeah. it went it all went downhill from there. <laughs> well, it went downhill a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh man. So, anyways, this one is it's just hilarious. I've never been to Las Vegas um, or any of the places near Las Vegas. I've never been to Nevada. But uh, recently, in Henderson, which is just south of Las Vegas, a camel was spotted shopping at Bath and Body Works. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Oh, stop it. 
So that's a real photo. It's an actual camel going to Bath and Body Works Yo. to get some of that. Uh, One of them three wick candles. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't resist. That's the three wick candles are my one like, I really love capitalism right now yes. <laughs> moments. Like I, oh, I diver for a three wick candle. May or may not have three of them. At the house, probably on right now. <laughs> oh my gosh! It. They I mean, smell so good. They're incredible. So, you go, Camel. We get it, Camel. We do. No humps about it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we are glad that people were able to join us for our our second uh, go at this with our new name because of my googling skills. Um, but you know. Like the camel says, <laughs> we had to get over the hump. <laughs> anyway, we are so sorry. Thank you for no, stuck not. with us this long. We appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. And we'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.